Rebecca and I met 21 years ago, and our friendship has been through a lot. Ups and downs, good and bad, and now she is playing golf on one leg. I've asked her to explain herself, and she does. There's some bad behavior after the removal of the pins. That's okay. It's Bad Choice Tuesday. I'm just leaving wine glasses around, evaporating, and offering cooking tips. I am not the wild one here. Welcome to Bad Choice Tuesday with Andrea Howell. I'm talking with my friends about the questionable choices we make. Sometimes unconventional, sometimes unavoidable, sometimes flat out bad. And sometimes Bad Choice Tuesday happens on a Thursday night. We're talking about friendship, unconditional love, and questionable choices. Welcome to Bad Choice Tuesday. The other night I texted you and I was like, I'm having a bad choice Tuesday. And it was definitely not a Tuesday. I don't even know what night it was. And you were like, okay, I love you. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Make bad choices, but not ones that are going to affect other people, please. (laughs) Break your own ankle. Don't, uh, Don't go breaking anybody else's. So what's the thing with your ankle? So I I go out with a girlfriend of mine and um, to a bar that has, you know, one of those backyards. And the whole night probably started out as Bad Choice Tuesday. So let's start with the clothing that I put on. I had on bell-bottom pants that are daisies, jeans that have daisies all over them, okay? So they, they almost scream Bad Choice to begin with. And so, and I have these, I have these great heels. They're white, they're sandals, they're wedges. I wear them all the time. So this is not like a a shoe that I don't put on very often. And we were in this backyard and and it was the end of the night too. That's kind of what gets me is like, and the night was kind of shitty to begin with. You know, you've just had one of those nights. It's 1030. I have to work the next morning. My girlfriend is out in this backyard that's got this like turf stuff down. I go back there to get her to basically say, I'm going to get an Uber. I'm going to go home. Um, And someone says my name. I turn. My heel slides out of the back of my shoe, which I'm buckled into, by the way, with this beautiful silver buckle on the side (laughs) of our ankle, which I don't know who made it. Somebody at Nordstrom, some fancy guy at Nordstrom's who doesn't realize that, you know, we women might actually fall on these shoes. So, um, and my, just as my heel kind of slips out, out of the back end of it, um, it breaks the side of my fibula. So it just kind of cracks it. But I go down like a bag of potatoes. So at this point, I look like, okay, drunk girl, because, you know, I've had a couple <laughs> drinks. We're at a bar. Um, we also did a shot, which we don't do, which was one of those things like we stood there at the bar for like five minutes going, what shot should we do? Right there's Bad Choice Tuesday. If you have to figure out what kind of shot to do, you probably shouldn't do it. There's my, you know, answer to that. And I probably haven't done a shot in 10 years. I don't know what the hell made me want to do that. And here I am in these these daisy pants, bell bottoms, tight as shit, because you know me, Andrea, if I have to lay on the bed and slide my butt into them, they're, they're, you know, they're not tight enough, throw them back in the dryer. Right. So I'm like, okay. So, and and this lace kind of top, you know, first off, I'm looking amazing, but (laughs) 
<laughs> I go down like a bag of potatoes. So, he, and of course now I'm drunk girl and I'm like, Oh dear God. And my girlfriend who's kind of tries to get me up. And as I go, when I go down though, I fall onto that buckle of the shoe because the strap didn't break and that broke the other side of the fibula. So basically then I cracked it in half, but it was kind of like this check mark. So yeah, so that, so that night cost me a plate and six screws in my ankle. Part of the story is I also have vertigo. So sometimes when I lose my balance, I know let's, let's add that. into. <laughs> so when I lose my balance, I sometimes it's really hard for me to regain it. And I've probably said, I don't know, 50 times in the last two months while I'm working, I'm going to kill myself on these three inch heels. I'm going to break an ankle. What am I doing? Da, da, da. But how do you get rid of those? They make everything look better. Your legs, your butts. Like I just feel like a rock star in them. So how do you get rid of them? You don't get rid of them. You label them the bad choice Tuesday. They're the bad, bad choice, choice you're willing to live with PTSD. the rest of us every time I walk past them. I'm like, oh my God. You're working. On a pirate crutch. Literally on a pirate crutch. So, which has been fantastic. I do not want to like diss the whole thing because your your hands free you can move around you know and I'm I do hair so it's like now around the chair the whole deal plus I look like a badass on this pirate crutch because I'm telling you like everybody talks to me everyone I go to Walmart last night I, you know everything takes me twice as long so I'm like I know I got to get a lot of groceries and a lot of stuff I said about an hour I'm gonna I'm gonna hustle my butt off it took me two hours and that's because like every Every person stopped and talked to me. And I'm an optical illusion. So when you look at me front on, you can't see that my knee and the back of my leg are laying on a platform, right? So I just look like a freaking pirate. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like this peg leg, because it's a crutch at the bottom of it. And so it just looks, I look like this peg leg coming at you. And then all of a sudden I swing around and there's my leg in a boot. So it's, it, but it's fun. I mean, but everything takes me and I just keep saying, Oh dear God, like everywhere I go, somebody talks to me. So I got my handicap license plate yesterday, my temporary one. Like, I don't know. That was like better than, I, I don't know, even an orgasm at this point. I was just like, this is so, like I wanted to snap a picture of it. Like this, like I got my driver's license, you know, woohoo, you know. <laughs> And only because of the spaces, you know, I have this pirate's crutch, so I've got to take it off to drive and then put it back on, you know, when I get out of the car. Well, you're parking next to people and there isn't space. And then it really works really well on level ground, okay? So when you're in parking lots and stuff, you have to be really careful with it because you're just not on level ground. And so, you know, I find myself parking farther away so that I'd have room to get in. And then, of course, some, you know, BMW would come park next to my Audi because they think, oh, well, the two of them, we won't hit each other. And I'm like, you dumbass, you know, I'm about ready to knock my pirate's crutch into your door. I'm like, oh, I need this crutch. And then the state of Colorado makes you wait forever to get it. You know, you have to make appointments. And then I make, did I tell you the appointment thing? This is another bad choice. This is Olivia's bad choice Tuesday. So she had to turn in our audition papers last Monday. And I, had to go to my appointment at DMV to get my license plate thing. Uh 
Uh-huh. And we have this like on the side of the fridge, a little clip that's the important paper clip, right? So you, you know, I hang it up. We hang everything up there. I said, don't forget your audition papers are on the side of the fridge. She doesn't look and she grabs my disability papers. So I go to leave to get my disability to get, you know, in just enough time basically to get there and get, you know, my appointment. And there I am standing with their audition papers. Oh my God. <gasps> I know. I'm like, okay, make another appointment. So I got it Monday. So hashtag grateful. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, yay. I get to be handicapped till November. So what are you going to do for Halloween? I'm hoping I have a tea time. Oh, not with the pirate leg. Oh, I think I could golf with it. Are you serious? No, but the pirate leg. So I was told five to 10 weeks, no weight bear. Okay. I think it's doing fabulous. Dr. Rebecca is like telling you that I feel great. Okay. My ankle feels good. Yeah. I no, no, no. I'm not walking on it or doing anything like that. You wake up, no nausea, no like I came home and had dinner. If they wouldn't have given me a pain pill, I probably would have stayed up and watched a movie because I had a pain block in my leg. So I couldn't feel anything. My foot was numb. And for some reason, I have a tendency to last longer with that. I think because it takes more to get me there. So um, <laughs> I know that's a good one. You're gonna you're gonna cut that shit out, aren't you? Because it takes me more to get me there. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a cutout, isn't it? Huh? I'm sorry. Did I laugh at that? That was good. But yeah, they uh so so it lasted 36 hours and it usually lasts 12 to 24. I know it lasted th- you're still laughing. <laughs> Coffee, like I'm jealous. No, I'm having tea. It's tea. Um it's tea. I'm still jealous. I'm like, oh, I want something warm. But I have really had zero pain in this ankle. Wow. So, so you're going to go golf. Even oh, you though- should see me practice my swing with my pirate's crutch. You I are have, not. I have yet to go somewhere to do it because I know, I mean, already let's, let's start with, I'm a woman and I like to golf. So already, as soon as I walk onto a golf course or a driving range or whatever, you know, then if I show up in this pirate's crutch, really, what am I going to look like? So I was thinking that maybe I'll take me on a couple of girlfriends to like top golf, and then I'll just like swing a couple times. Does your doctor know you're planning to do this? <laughs> uh, but I'm in the pirate's crutch. <laughs> she told me no weight bearing. <laughs> But that lateral movement and swinging the golf club and oh, you should, I should show you my swing with it on. If I if I hadn't had it on all day, like I said, I I totally cleaned the garage today and I did all this stuff. Well, we have to. Who else is going to do it? I know, I know. This is part of the thing. It's that we are left with really often no choice other than the less than optimal choice. Always <laughs> because yeah, I don't I don't get to pick among five good options how to get something done. So that means it sometimes is not the best way. Well, like and, doing and it on a pirate's leg. There's also nobody else here that would be like, hey. Yeah, let me clear out the garage for you so you can pull in and get your stuff. And it's like the one extra step that's not worth calling someone for help. But on the other hand, it needs to be done. I don't even know who I what would do you do? call for that. 
Like, who the hell would I call to say, can you help me clean out my garage? Because I'm a fucking pig. Let's start with that. And I collect too much crap. And I know I need to throw this shit away, but it's a bunch of fucking memories. And every time I look at it, I start crying. So then I start putting things in boxes that say, don't open unless you want to cry. Well, now I'm never going to open the damn box. So, okay, I'm going to have it forever. Oh my God. Okay. So I have, I, I have in my refrigerator, a plastic Ziploc baggie. It's a miracle that it hasn't completely deteriorated of probably a dozen Revlon cover sticks, okay. like the old stick concealer uh-huh. from back in the day, like Where'd with you- the really thick pancake makeup. Because when my mom died 20 years ago, <laughs> wow. we all had found this, this Revlon concealer stick, which now I think is probably pretty close to what people are using for the, the contouring. Oh God. I think it's kind of like that, but it's a light colored one and it's concealer. And we all really like it. And it worked for, for my sister and for my mom and for me. And it was the greatest discovery ever. And it got discontinued. So my mom goes online and finds a website for discontinued Revlon makeup and buys, because there are three of us. So all three of us use it and buys like a dozen of them. Uh-huh. And then reads that if you, if you refrigerate these things, they last longer. So we're uh-huh. like, okay, we've now got like four sticks each and you know, that should last us a good long time. <laughs> well, they got stuck in the refrigerator. And I don't know what point in the illness we were, but they never got touched. Like they sat in her refrigerator. So she died and my sister cleaned out the fridge. And I mean, I had already gotten like the contents of the house were delivered to my house in an 18 wheeler that's not even allowed in my neighborhood. And it was like, wait, where's that makeup? Where's that makeup? That discontinued Revlon makeup? Like we need that makeup. Make sure dad doesn't throw away that makeup. My sister goes back over there, make sure that before my dad gets a chance to, you know, be there on his own and clean out the fridge that he doesn't throw away the plastic baggie full of our prized discontinued makeup. And she, I don't know if she sent it to me or brought it to me. Anyway, it went into my fridge. Do you still use it? No. So how old is that? Well, she died 20 years ago. And it has been that long. Yeah. Avian's going to be 20 in January. Wow. And I was pregnant. So this is probably like our 20 year anniversary, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. So it has sat in the pullout drawer of a bar fridge in my basement all these years. Power went out over the winter at some point. I don't know if you remember that. There was this huge power outage that lasts for like three days. Yeah. And we came back and decided to open that up and get the ice broken out of the freezer part of it because there wasn't, I knew there wasn't much in it. And we just didn't want to come back to it, melted all over the basement floor. And of course, in trying, to do that. We broke it. Freon gas escapes. The thing's, you know, dead. Fine. The only thing really in it was that makeup. I could not throw it away. It is now in the, like a lettuce drawer of my fridge in my kitchen. And really, you would think that I could throw that away. Mm -mm. If not the whole damn bag, at least maybe all but one or like take a picture of it or something. It is sitting in that freaking drawer. And you know what's funny? My garbage day is Tuesday. So every Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> I tell myself it is bad choice Tuesday. I'm going to just let that sit there or just leave it there. And I don't throw it away. Don't do it. Do, you know? Well, and I'm, I'm getting close. Like I'm at the point where I'm making fun of myself and I'm getting rid of tons of other stuff in my house. And I'm like, okay, really? This can go. Yeah. It's 
But now it's funny that I still have it. No, it's not. It's interesting the stuff that we keep from people that are gone. You know, the stuff that we, I mean, well, Jim's sitting right next to me in a freaking urn. So, I mean, I'm not sure that, you know, I don't know. We all have our vice, right? I don't know what mine is anymore. We used to be cigarette. I don't smoke anymore. So maybe you don't have any bad choice Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a vice. Bad choice Tuesday. You're listening to Bad Choice Tuesday, a conversation about friendship, unconditional love, and unconventional choices. For more information, go to badchoicetuesday.com. We're glad you're here. And now, back to Bad Choice Tuesday. We've just passed Halloween again, so it's been at least a year. And you just got the pins out of your foot? Well, you could see the plate on the outside of my leg. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was a bone. But it looked like the it looked like the bone on the side of my leg. And I have really small ankles. Like, <laughs> like I used to wear, you remember in the 80s when we wore swatches? Yep. Watch? Okay. I used to wear them around my ankles. Oh my God. Okay. Because I was a dumb kid. I don't know. I thought it was cool. You know, when you own 20 swatches in every color, you know, might as well put a couple around your ankle. I don't know. I was never looking at the time around my ankle, but (laughs) maybe somebody was, maybe somebody was like, oh, it's four o'clock, you know? (laughs) Hey, could you cross your legs a little differently, please? I I can't. That swatch is a little backwards. No. Um, So that, like... Like you can see my bones and, you know, you've got that big ball of a bone down there in your ankle area, right? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Don't laugh at me. Because you do know what I'm talking about. So I got have a plate there. From the bone, it was this plate or the round, the round bally bone. (laughs) You're going to have to Google what all this is. Um, What's the round bally bone? I don't know. The round bally bone. Everybody oh, now knows. I'm looking. Are you looking? I know. I'm looking at my ankle. No, I'm not no, looking I'm it up. Talking. I don't fucking care. I'm looking at my ankle. Like, what's? where's the round bally bone? Okay, no, I got it. Not. So um, off that bally bone <laughs> is your bone, you know, coming up your leg. This is my surgeon. Ooh, we got to get that out of there. Like, I'm just going to get out the DeWalt and zing, zing, zing. I mean, literally. Yeah, and yes. And they, I, I don't know, I was so high when they woke me up that, and so infatuated with the anesthesiologist that, but you're yeah. infatuated with the anesthesiologist. Oh God, he was hot. <laughs> and then I asked him, then I asked him, do you snore when you go under? And he goes, well, some people do, some people don't. I go, well, will you tell me if I snore? And he's like, yeah, when I wake you up, I'll let you know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so 15 minutes later, because that's all it took her to do. She's like, it took me longer to stitch you up than it did to zing it out. Okay. Wow. So 15 minutes later, when they wake me up and now I'm, so I am high as a kite. And I said to the, the anesthesiologist says, well, you don't snore. And I said, oh good. Cause you're hot. And this is my surgeon telling me the story a week later. She's like, do you remember what you said? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, so no. you're not repeating this. Cause you remember doing it. You're so, no, I have no <laughs> recollection of any of this. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, Hey, I don't snore. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you can wear high heels, right? Can you I, wear? What did it do last weekend? It snowed. Guess what I put on? My three-inch Sorrells. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's try out this brand new angle. Bad I'm, Choice Tuesday. Bad Choice Tuesday. Oh, many Bad Choice Tuesdays there. <laughs> I had the bad choices of shoes. I've got the acrylic, like see-through high heels. I got, oh my God, I've got this pair that looks like glass slippers. Have you seen those? It has this, it has a metal stiletto heel that's oh. probably five inches. It's high. And then the top of the of the shoe, it's open-toed, but it's clear, plastic. You know, you slip your foot into yeah. it and it looks... Looks like you're just standing up on your tiptoes instead of you can't see the strap of the shoe across the top of your foot. Woo! Oh my God. And the metal stiletto heel, serious shoes, hilarious, and absolutely no opportunity to wear them, but they're awesome. Oh, yeah. I have a couple (laughs) pairs of those, and I'm like, when am I ever going to wear these? Like, I have a pair of Steve Madden's that have spikes all over them. They're like acid washed denim, right? With these spikes all the way up. Like they are a weapon. And I'm like, if I put these things on and like go to a bar, I might hurt somebody. I'm like, you could do ultimate fighting. Well, what if they fell? What if they had a night like I did and took a wrong turn and and right onto my spiked Steve (laughs) Madden's stilettos? I have an issue with every once because my ankles don't like them. I'm sad since the pandemic that we don't do like the dress up things so much anymore. Oh, come on, people. I want to wear my shoes. (laughs) Those shoes are way too cute to be put on a shelf. And yes, I've worn them again. Yes, they've been on my feet. And no, you can't have them. (laughs) Don't you know it's supposed to snow? I have to wear the shoes. Yeah, well, these are sandals. She wouldn't want me in sandals in the snow. I, I can feel her rolling her eyes, you know? <laughs> you guys, please just let Rebecca be Rebecca. I'm really lucky. I love you. I love you too. We should talk about how we hated each other when we met. <laughs> I don't think we hated each other. <clears throat> you were an angry person. Yeah, there wasn't hatred. You were pregnant. I was an incredibly angry person. I was sick and, and pregnant. you've never been like that great anyway of a client to do your hair anyway. Not not that like you 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 <laughs> like to do your own thing. And, you know, I think sometimes you just came to see me because we had fun. Yeah. So that's where we became friends. It was like our life somewhere we were living parallel lives yeah, and didn't really even know it. Yeah, I mean, and then all of a sudden it was like, wham, everything that was happening to you was happening to me. Everything that was happening to me was happening to you. And we had small kids. Well, and I, I do recall that night I was sitting there at the kitchen and you, I get a text message from you that says, do you want to go have a drink? And that was like the first time we'd ever done anything that wasn't professional. It wasn't me doing your hair. That day that you, that night you texted me and said, do you want to go have a drink? And I probably hadn't been out with a girlfriend in five years. You know, God only knows. And of course, Jen was so, go do whatever you want to. I trust you. I love you. Have a great time. Go have a drink. And I don't remember where we met. Was that the tavern? Oh my God. I think there are pictures from that night at the tavern. Was that 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 cannot have been the first night? Because that night, do you remember that night? I think that was the first (laughs) night we had ever like done something social. We were good. There No, no, we were. The the picture of the two of us from that night is so good. Do you think so? I think I look like shit. But hey, you know, we're no, all, I thought we looked great. So, and then it just kind of went from there, like again, parallel each other a little bit through our lives through that. Um, and I, you know, and still to this day, when I when I talk about Jim dying, I always say, you know, I called three people: my dad, you, and we won't mention the third. 
But, yeah. um, and so that, that speaks volumes to me on who you are. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm glad to have been with you through that. And I think you've been through so much with me and there's something about that. I mean, that's really how the bad choice Tuesday stuff started with you because that's what it was. It was, we can go through absolutely anything. You can call me and tell me anything. There's and I'm going to say, mm-hmm. okay, love you. And if you've a couple times you've yelled at me. Yeah. But yeah, I Are count on you to yell at me too. Fuck yes. I think this, and we are both like this. We both have very strong opinions and don't hesitate to say them because I trust you to hear what I say and do whatever the fuck you want. And you trust me to take in what you say and do whatever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. But you'll have heard me and you'll have my voice in your head and I've got your voice in my head. And there's been very few times I feel like that you've had to like actually like pound it, you know, into my head. What are you doing? And I'm like, you're right. And when it, and it's almost like this wake up call, like, you know, I, I can tell you anything and know that you're not going to judge me. You're still going to love me and it's not going to matter. But then when I hear you say, no, 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 what are you doing? It's almost like, oh, oh, okay. Voice the reason. She's right. She's right. And, and you need to hear it by that point. Because- That's true. That's true. You do have to have those friends who are so cool with kind of anything you want to do that when they say you are really fucking this up, what the hell are are you doing? That's a slap Wait in the face. Call. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. Like, and and I'm not mad at you. Like, right. there, there are plenty of women who would have probably said the exact same thing to me. And I can name several of them right off the top of my head who I would tell who I'm not friends with anymore because yeah. their opinions really, first off, didn't really matter. And to hear them tell me something that I felt like I was doing just fine, but when I heard it from you, it was like, oh shit, she's right. Okay, time to time to take a really good look in the mirror because you can only, you know, I think with Jim's death, uh, I, I I played along that whole, you know, I had a therapist tell me you can do whatever you want. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want, right? It doesn't matter. The first year you can do whatever you want. Well, okay, but not destructive. And so when I got to the destructive point, you were the one who stepped in and said, you know, and not very often. I can remember one particular time. I feel like I've got a pretty long runway yeah. <laughs> before I ask actually take off and I'm like, whoa, you know, what are you doing? And so do you, you do that for me too. I think that's, that's key. That's, you know, I try. Yeah. If you think something is outrageous, I'm like, okay, I've crossed the real line now. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? It is. weird. I think that was a big difference for me this year. You know, how many years did we say to each other, this year sucks, but next year is going to be my year. And finally this year, this was my, this was crazy good year. Like crazy good. Crazy good. And it kind of started in December with Jenny, with her hula hooping and stuff. We started talking about making lists and keeping journals to some degree, but also just kind of keeping track of like things that happen in your life, in your days. And through that, I started realizing how much I was missing. Stuff that was happening in my days. And I just wasn't appreciating it or noticing it or whatever. So that kind of started in December. By January, by the time I turned 50 in January, it was like, okay, wow, I am doing really well. Like my days are really, really good. And that just pushed slowly anything that was less than that out of the days because I had a record of like how fucking good my days are and how much good stuff was filling my days. And finally, that's a great way to look at it. Like really make those lists because I think we're so 
quick to forget all the wonderful things that are in our days and those tiny little things that fill up our days that each moment makes it great. And I love that. I think I'm going to start making this. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Gratitude. We really are. We're every day. Me and Olivia are, you know, what are you grateful for? You have to give me three things you're grateful for. And that's kind of our drive to school. And it can't be each other because we know we're grateful for each other. So it's got to be. And there are days I'm pulling things, you know, I'm grateful the key went in the car today, right? And, you know, I'm grateful the sun is shining, you know? (laughs) So, and then there's days where you're like, I'm grateful for big things you're grateful for. But we have to remember those small things. I love that. I love the list. Yeah, I do too. I really, yeah, I like these positive lit. And I don't mean positive like upbeat. I mean positive as in like proactive in direction, meaning like lists of things I've done rather than lists of things that I haven't done or people that I have talked to today rather than just listing people that I haven't talked with yet today. You know, that kind of thing. I love it. I can't believe how much I was overlooking how full my life was and I couldn't downplay it. I couldn't act like I had less than I had or did less than I did or loved less than I loved my friends because I had written it down. So unless I was going to take an eraser to that, it completely eliminated the ability to diminish myself. Yeah, All I could do was look at the fullness of every day and every list of all the people and all the things and go, wow, I have a huge full life. Oh yeah. We were supposed to be friends. Yeah. People show up when you need them. We'll be old and gray together, drinking Tito's in the um, nursing home. Tito helped me break my leg. So, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to open a bottle of wine to have a glass when I'm going to cork it. And I know tomorrow night I'm not going to want one. So Mm -hmm. now it's bad. And now I'm dumping out a $30 bottle of wine down the sink. No, do you keep it and put it in a pot roast? That's what happens to all my wine. Truly. You cook? It there. I cook. <laughs> you, I cook. I cook with the crock pot and the leftover wine. <laughs> the only reason she you cook is because there's leftover wine. I know. It's like there's this goddamn bottle of fucking wine sitting here. What am I going to do with this? Because, you know, remember I used to try, I went through this phase where I was like, I'm going to drink a glass of wine with dinner. Like, I'm going to drink a glass of wine every night. I'm going to, you know... Whatever. I was looking for some ambiance or something. And what would happen instead was that I would pour the glass of wine and it would, well, it would get lost somewhere in my house because I'd walk around all evening with the, so the wine glass would sit wherever I had poured it and taken like a sip out of it. And so I always, I had multiple, just at various stages of evaporation, glasses of wine sitting around the house randomly all the time. And then I realized if I just drank as much as I wanted, which was like going to be probably a couple sips, like I'm going to pour it and then I'm going to drink a little bit. And then I put one of those saran wrap topper things over it or just somehow like covered the glass. I was good. I didn't even have to, I didn't have to pour another glass the next night. So it ended up being like, okay, basically I'm going to have like a sip of wine every night. And what I found was that way, instead of going through a bottle of wine in a week, because I'd end up with the evaporated glasses sitting around the house and dumping them down the sink. <laughs> you should see your face right now. You're like, oh my God. 
but I could go through one glass of wine in a whole week if I just appropriately use the saran wrap and then make a pot roast at the end. <laughs> it tastes like crap. Like I am. Yours it tasted like crap. I was only trying to, I was like looking for a sip. I was trying to just, you know, have a, like a little adult moment at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, you know, like it's been sitting, if I, if I open, if I was to open one tonight, I'd have one glass, right. And then go to bed because I had a heck of a day and I'm exhausted. So I would be, I'd go to bed and then tomorrow night, I definitely, I'm going to have a, a, just a long, long day tomorrow. Now it's Sunday and maybe, I mean, I might have, but now it tastes terrible. <laughs> And taste good by Sunday. So now it's completely ruined. Then I thought I was being smart. I'm going to buy a box wine. I'm smart, 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 right? <laughs> I thought, you, better, you better write the date on the bottom of the box because it says 30 days. So I just, little Sharpie, blah, 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 write the date. Four you wrote later. the date, you opened the box of wine. Well, because I wasn't sure. How, I didn't want it. I knew I wasn't going to drink it really quickly. And so I didn't want it to go past the 30 days and then taste like crap, right? And so I'm like, when it gets to 30 days, you throw it away. So I don't know, four months later, I want my second glass of wine out of the box of wine, right? <laughs> and I'm like, look at the date. I'm like, oh my God, this is four months old. <laughs> on the counter for four months and I haven't tasted it. Like, oh my god you cannot buy wine anymore you're what were you doing were you dusting the box like when you clean the kitchen were you, like, wiping off the moving box? it around you know you're like around it push it back oh I'll drink I'll have a glass tonight and I'm like no so I quit and bought so the box wine is out I'm better off at least if I open the bottle, like the next day, I'm thinking you should really have another glass of wine tonight. You open that $30 bottle of wine. You really should go have another glass of wine. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, it's also, it's not just pot roast. It's also good in the unstuffed cabbage. Okay. I'm just saying cooking tips from, cause I'm good like that. Even when it's bad, like I swear the box of wine was like vinegar, red vinegar. It's like, whoa. You- Call for red vinegar. Who cares? Wine vinegar. Throw it in, man. You've been listening to Bad Choice Tuesday with Andrea Howell, a podcast about friendship, unconditional love, and questionable choices. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to hear our latest episode every Tuesday. For more information and to find previous episodes, go to badchoicetuesday.com. See you next week.